Gentlemen, welcome back to another illustrious episode of Dre in the Neighborhood. I'm your host, Dre, and I am back. I got the key back to the damn building. <laughs> yes, sir. It's been a while. I missed y'all. Yes, I do have a lot of explaining to do. It's been pretty busy, all right? The neighborhood has been popping lately. A lot of things been happening. It's been, uh, been a lot of... What's the word? What's the word? It's been a lot of... Um, there's been a lot of activities happening. So we'll, we'll talk, we'll explain, I will explain to you what's been going on and stuff. But, you know, it's just been so nice to finally just ha- allow my beautiful voice to just be blasted into your eardrums and then your friends are learning about me and discovering about me as well because you're just like, oh man, that man Dre is such an inspiration. I want to be just like Dre. Dre, can you sign my jersey? I will sign your jersey. Just send it to my P.O. box. It's like I don't got a P.O. box. But we want me to, I'm not going to do it still. I'll, I'll, I'm not there yet. Not there yet. But when I get there on that status, I will sign your jersey. Because Dre, Dre is for the children. And Dre is for the people. Yeah. Dre is for the people. There you go. Hey, bump it. There you go. Hey, I'm running for president. Forget it. I'm running for president. Might as well. Somebody start my campaign. Somebody start my campaign. I'll do it myself, damn it. <laughs> All right. So a lot of things been happening over the course of the last episode. Last episode, you got to um, be invited in the function in the neighborhood. We was playing some bangers, but that's not my whole playlist. Trust and believe, when it comes to this music stuff, I do it. All right. My playlist game is strong. I got classics at the classics, hit at the hip. I missed the put on. All right. I missed the put on. I got put on by the people. At the end of the day, I missed the put on. All right. Just like, um, you know, from the track Jeezy, put on, there you go. But um, today, I'm going to introduce you to the track of the day. I've been listening to this song. It's been hitting today. It's been hitting, it's been hitting different today. So play this song real quick. And coincidentally, one of the features of this song is going to be dropping a new album literally tonight. Tonight. He's dropping the album tonight. Didn't even know what was going to happen. But how many of y'all know about Timbaland? I mean, y'all know about that Timbaland, all right? If you know about that Timbaland, you know back in the 2000s, they was running a muckets in these streets, in the radio, in the studio. The boys were getting it down. How, what if I told you that a young Drizzy, a young Aubrey Graham, hopped on the track with them boys? Ladies and gentlemen, I got to say something about Timbaland featuring Young Dre. This shit was all I knew You and me only I did it all for you Still do alone. lonely We could've worked it out But I guess things change It's 
funny how someone else's success brings pain When you're no longer involved, that person has it all And you just stuck standing there, but I'm gonna need you to say something, baby now, I ain't gonna lie, with this song, it just be, man, it's just something about this song that I love so much. I have to make sure I add it back in my playlist because, boy, this song, it just has, like, the perfect mixture of, like, the chorus, like, a nice hooking that you remember, and then Timbaland just doing Timbaland things with the verses going crazy. And then Young Drizzy, when he was hungrier than ever, was on there, too. A young, like, a young Drizzy, let's face it, everybody, when they first start off in the industry, they always go go harder than they usually do once they get near the end of their career. But this young Drake was definitely trying to go all in and all out. That's basically how he was. That's why when he hopped on the track, like, it just fit perfectly. And there's a couple of bars that that man Drake had. I was just like, come on, Drake, there's no need for this and stuff. There's no need to be this crazy. There's no need... But let's say this, all right? Let's be real. Lil Wayne, shout out to Lil Wayne. Shout out to Wheezy. Because this man, Lil Wayne, literally had talent that he was able to find and put, like, out in the world. And, like, that cash money? What? Was it cash money? Was it cash money records? Young money records? One of the money records. It was just crazy. The fact that we got Drake out of that. Everybody know Drake and Wheezy when they're on the track together. It's just pure fire and stuff. But, yeah, talking about Drake. So, apparently, this man Drake is dropping a new album called Honestly Nevermind. It's going to be out at midnight today. Today's date is uh, June 16th. You will be hearing this um, episode next week to be on the 20th. After Juneteenth, so hey, shout out to uh, everybody celebrating Juneteenth. Shout out to just hey, shout out to all Americans. At the end of the day, this is a major event that happened in the United States. It's a big part of history, and everybody is a part of it. So shout out to Juneteenth. Shout out to Juneteenth. Definitely a very important day in our history. Okay, great times, great times, great times, great times, great times. But yeah, this album's definitely going to be dropping, and I cannot wait for this album going to be interesting. I've been very open when it comes to a lot of different music tracks, you know. I don't want to just stay in that one bubble and be like, oh man, this is all I listen to. If I hear anything new, I'm just going to be like, oh, this is garbage. This is trash. This isn't real music. I ain't trying to be one of them like them OGs, you know, that always be trashing on like the new generation of music and be like, oh man, back in my day, this is how music actually sounds. I ain't trying to be like that. So we're going to be judgmental free when it comes to this music game and let's do a lot of new things. But that's one of the biggest things that we're going to be talking about today in the neighborhood. We're going to be talking about music. But not right now. I know y'all been wondering, DJ, Dre, what's been going on? We haven't heard from you ever since. Why is it that you've been gone for so long? What were you doing all that time? Well, I'm just going to let y'all know right now, man. Let y'all know right now. I was just living that good life. I was living the good life. Your boy graduated recently. Graduated from university. Yeah, y'all already know. Y'all don't want to turn up. Y'all want to turn up. Go Go ahead. Yeah, your boy graduated, finally, he 
graduated. Did it. I did a damn thing. I did it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Trials and tribulations. It took a while, but I got the job done. I got the job done. Best believe this album was being played at graduation too. Shout out to Ye. Shout out to Ye. Shout out to Ye for making this song. Gosh. But um Yeah, graduated. Graduation was definitely fun. Um I think everybody always wanted to reach this point of their life to just finish school in general, even though I'm not done all the way because I still want to pursue my master's and be a graduate assistant coach. So I am still going to be in school. And I think it's just appropriate to play this. Because, man, it's just so much. It's just something about classes. I just be like, damn, I still got to take more classes and stuff. But it is what it is, okay? I have goals I want to accomplish. I have objectives that I got to check off and stuff. It's still the dream. Well, not, yeah, it's still the dream. The dream is still to be in the league one way or another, whether that's being a player or being a coach. But I just want to be able to, you know, just change the game any way I can. So that's why I'll still be in school, try to get my master's. But back to the day of graduations, I was able to have my family there. My mom, my dad, my brother, they was able to pull up. Um, you know, the boy, your boy was looking fly. Your boy was looking fly. Decided to go something simple with it. I had the, I had like the knitted, like a knitted short sleeve shirt with like a little bit of a turtleneck on it. Um, of course, I had to have the two, the two chains, hit the two chains on y'all. Had to get the shades and stuff. Had the graduation cap, but designed. Shout out to Mama Jonas for helping we um, design that. Yeah. Shout out to Mama. What else we had? Of course, with the phasers, with the black pants, we had the little gold watch and stuff. We were just looking nice. Had to stunt on them, um, on them ladies one time for the one time. Let them know what it's about. But no, nah, it was just great. And the best thing about graduation is that, um, you know, I got to graduate with people I really care about. You know, got to graduate with my my boy Christian Bowman. Shout out to Christian Bowman. Got to graduate with him. It would have been me. Christian and Anthony Vargas, but you know Anthony Vargas wanted to be a um, want to be a sellout and graduate early and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That man wanted to be a sellout and graduate early, but you know it's okay. It's all right. We still love him. It's it's his life. He wants to graduate early and not graduate the boys. We'll let it be and stuff. But um, no, it was just a great moment. You know, we both, I both, all of us came at the same time. Me and Bo. Went against each other in junior college back then. We played against each other while JUCOs. So the fact that we both got to graduate at the same time was pretty, like, magical moment and stuff. That was something that, you know, you definitely want. Like, for me, I personally love seeing when people I care about succeed. And it was definitely just a nice moment, like, seeing, like, just seeing, like, the joy on like, all my homies' faces when they like, got to that point of graduating because I know for a fact, like, during that time when we first got here, boy, we was, like, a lot of trials and tribulations. I don't know how many times I can count on my finger I wanted to drop out at the last second <laughs> because of finals and just be like, damn, is it really too late to drop out? If I drop out right now, even though I'm so close to being done, if I drop out right now, how bad would it be? But, you know, we was able to do it. We did to get the job done. And now a lot of us going to be making our, 
you know, next step in the world. I know with um, Bowman, he's going to be entering his um, graduate program as well. He's going to be at Kansas Western University still. So he'll be his master's there. He'll still be playing football as well. So definitely going to be big shouts to number nine, 15, 58, 53, whatever number he gets. He got so many freaking jersey numbers. Man can never stay consistent with a jersey number. I really don't. I don't understand how somebody have that many jersey numbers, but bump it, it is what it is and stuff. But, you know, definitely, like, shout-out to him. Shout-out to um, little Steve. <laughs> yeah, shout-out to Steve Harvey. Not um, not the big, um, famous one, but, like, my homie from Oakland. Shout-out to him. Shout-out to Manny. He was on the podcast I heard a couple episodes ago. Shout-out to him. Shout-out to Trace Odd. Shout-out to Jaren Hightower. He was, basically, he was actually the first person on the show. Um, yeah, he was the first person on the show, so shout out to him. Just shout out to, you know what? It's going to be a big shout out. Shout out to all the KWU football who graduated this year. There you go. Shout out to all y'all because that's a big accomplishment that was able to happen and stuff. And, you know, I'm just proud of y'all boys. You know, a lot of y'all going to be coming back this year. Gonna we'll try to make that run at the national championship. Hey man, get the job done. Please get the job done. Damn it. <laughs> get the job done, bro. I ain't never been like a part of something that I truly hundred percent like sold on. If that's one thing I can truly say is that I bought into that program and stuff, and I love that program with all my heart. And nobody can ever make me just switch up on them like that. And you know, I'm retired now, I'm not playing football anymore and stuff. You know, always be asked the question, like, you know, why you decide to pack it up? Why you decide to, you know, not play no more? You know, yada, yada, yada. Like, at one point, you wanted to go in the league. Like, what made you change? You want to play some type of pro ball. What made you switch up and stuff? Uh, it's just a lot of things. A lot of things was playing a factor. And I just felt like that there's other ways for me to really make an impact in this game without me being a player and stuff. And even though, like, I still love the game of football, there would be times where – I still be doing my pass sets. Um, we just recently um, we just recently had a football camp here. Uh, it was the top prospect camp for sharp performance, and I was with the offensive line. I was with Coach Chesney. Uh, we did that last year and stuff. So I was back offensive line, trying to teach um, you know teach them as much as possible. And I just remember I'm giving pass sets, and I'm just like, man. I still got it. I really still got it and stuff. But I know for a fact that my heart wasn't into playing anymore. And I knew it was like that after we finished the season, after the Morningside game. When we finished the season, I knew that, yeah, that was it. Because I know know how I am. If I wanted to come back, I would have started training about – probably two weeks after that game. I would, two weeks after that game, I would have hopped back in and get myself at least like a two-week break just to recollect, get all the assignments, but I just hopped back into training. I know that. And that was not in my mind. I don't know if I even watched film of that game afterwards. It's just I was done. I didn't feel like I needed to play no more. And ain't nothing really wrong with that. 
nothing is wrong with that because I feel like once that happened, it made me have to like put all my cards down and be like, okay, what do you want to do? What is the goal? What is the plan A? And I always have backup plans. I always did have backup plans. I got the whole alphabets and stuff. But I always wanted to go to the league. Now, that is still the plan. I'm just taking a different path now. But I feel like, especially for a younger me, when I was in high school, I just I always wanted to be that top player. I always wanted to be in like the top level of um, football just to prove to other people that I can do this stuff when nobody truly had faith in me to be able to play on that level. And I feel like I'll be, I'll probably to some people I still have a lot to prove. I'm pretty satisfied with how my career, you know, ended. I got two rings. <laughs> I got two rings. One of them, when I first got here, and I didn't even want the ring, but my teammates, they talked to me, especially, like, the older ones, like the seniors, like Shaq, Monroe, Warren, like, all the older guys just, like, we, you have to practice against us every freaking day. And if you think that you didn't contribute to any of like the, the production that we've done on the field, you'll be a madman not to get the ring. And get the ring. Like, get the ring. Because that's something that you helped out getting us to that point. So that was definitely, <laughs> that's definitely why I had to get that ring. Uh, I definitely had to get that 2021 ring. I played. I played this year. I played that season. So I definitely earned that. And like I feel I feel I feel like I felt accomplished. I felt like that I got I felt satisfied. There we go. I felt satisfied with what I was able to do. So now it's let's go in the coaching world because I always was told that teaching was a strong suit of minds, but I don't want to be a teacher because I don't want to deal with them badass kids because <laughs> uh, well, just look up um, Time Today by Moneybag Yo and You'll see what um, timing I'll be on If I ever be in that situation But being a coach I definitely want to do that That's the thing I definitely want to do I still have love for the game of football It has done everything for me Like honestly I would not be in college if it wasn't for that game I would not be in college Because I'm not a test taker so I wasn't really going to be accepted like that when it comes to ACT or SCT scores. I ain't had the money like that to pay for my schooling. So if it wasn't for me going to junior college, getting that scholarship, I would not be in school. And I don't know where I'll be. So and with some people, they probably wouldn't expect it because of like how I carry myself. Well, now you know. I wasn't in the best situations to where I could easily just have my school pay for and be living the life that, you know, a lot of other people live. Like, no, I would have not had no chances whatsoever. I was kind of written off as one of them. Uh, he's going to find a way how to get the job done. Just not like this. I was written off by a lot of people. But I got, a, I got the job done because your boy graduated. <laughs> I did the damn thing, baby. I did the damn thing. I did it. And so, graduation, that's a big thing that happened. What's happening right now? I got an internship. I'm working with a video production company. Your boy's shooting videos now, doing commercials, 
um, doing live performances, and we're also going to be producing a short film. The short film, we're giving ideas for it, but it did give me an idea. And I am in the midst of producing, conjuring up some, some ideas. So I'm not going to let all the information be known right now. But your boy got an idea. Your boy got an idea. The only big projects, the only big projects that I can say that I'm working on right now, um, I will be finally editing this documentary. Got the footage for the documentary. I'm going to start editing it. So that's going to take a while. Probably going to try to add some more things. But the post-production for the documentary is about to start. That's definitely a big project that I'm working on. I cannot wait for it to be finished and for it to be released to the public so they can see exactly like that whole um, experience or process of what everybody who's involved like dealt with. So that will definitely be a very fun thing to do because well that's actually gonna be one of my big projects I worked on you know I got I got a majority of the footage shout out to RJ for also providing footage as well you know he's an amazing cameraman I can always put the I can put his Instagram down the link below just so you can check out his work and stuff because that man is just like a monster he, like he does some great work and stuff but um this will be one of my first major projects that I'll be working on so I definitely want to get that done I don't really want to rush it that much because I want to make sure that it looks nice, that it looks great, that it's not just thrown together all willy-nilly. So be on the lookout for that, the EP documentary. We're going to definitely figure out a title name for it. Um, there's already a teaser trailer that has been dropped. Um, I'll make sure to put it on the Dreams Represent Everything Instagram page as well so you can see that. And... When we come close to the trailer, just be on the lookout because I'm about to be like Drake at this point. I'm about to just drop some shit out of nowhere and stuff, you know? So, yeah, that's been basically what's been happening. Graduated, internships, shooting videos. They just last week uh, in the neighborhood had a festival. We're going to call it Coachella in the Hood. There we go. Yep, that's what we're going to call it right there. Coachella in the hood, baby. Coachella in the hood. Definitely a fun like festival that they had. Um, some underground artists. I will say one of my favorite groups from that festival was Las Las Cafeteras. They're, uh, um, they're like a Latino band from East Los Angeles. They made it very specifically clear that they're from East LA. So shout out to East LA. <laughs> Shout out to East L.A. Um, no, I love that group. Man, they had... Anytime they performed, they had, like, oh, my gosh. They had it bumping. <laughs> like, nah, shout out to them. Because they had, the uh, boy, they had that thing bumping. I'm talking about, we seen... Old white women in their 80s shaking their hips like they should care or something. Like that thing was just a magnificent, magnificent moment to like just watching stuff. Like how they were able to connect. Like 
I'm saying like a lot in this, goodness gracious. They were able to connect with their audience. And that just shows how great of performers they are. Because I am a true believer. When it comes to music, you have those who are great at the music part. And then there are those who are great at the performance part. And when you have somebody that's good at both, you're going to experience a show like no other. Some people are really gifted when it comes to performance. Example, Michael Jackson. Come on now. Let's be real. Let's be real, y'all. Give Michael Jackson his flowers. Give MJ his flowers. He been high as flowers, but like, give it like more to him. Because look at it like this. Have you ever seen lately an artist that had people Fainting. We're talking about fainting, like, ah, hitting the ground because they seen that artist. Let me know. Let me know. I have not seen anybody collapsing because they seen an artist. They collapse for other reasons, but they're not collapsing because the presence of that artist that they went to see. MJ would literally be in his hotel, in his hotel, and he peeps outside and there's like a ocean of people just screaming his name. Michael Jackson. Oh my gosh, Michael Jackson. Yay. Oh my like ain't nobody doing that. And if somebody is, let me know because that's some star power and stuff. But when it comes to like performances, that man MJ gave it his all. His performance is what captivated people, his music captivated people. Bam, there you go. There's a other there's a lot of other great performers as well that they would captivate their fan bases. But with that group in particular, they're more of the smaller scale. But they did such a great job of capturing like the locals of, you know, the neighborhood and truly making them engage in the performance. And that gave them, the artists, enough energy to continue to keep going. Cause it was hot. I ain't gonna lie. It was hot. And I knew this group was gonna set it off. Because, man, when all of them had like the slick back hair and stuff, had like the white V-neck shirt showing a little bit of um, taco meat on the chest and stuff, uh, got the little chain, got the black pants, like black um, long pants and stuff. I was like, oh, that's a wrap. Like, they about to go stupid. Like, come on now. Somebody can vouch for me. When you see somebody in that type of fit, they about to go stupid. So shout out to that group that, like, I'll say if there's any, if you live in a place that has any local events and stuff, definitely check it out because you hear a lot of people that be like, oh man, this, you know, this is just so so boring here, so lame here and so. But one thing I can say that I learned about that festival is that a lot of people will come from out of the state to go to this festival. And that's because those who are coming out of state grew up in this area. And then they leave this area and they come back all the time because it's like a big class reunion. That's what a lot of people have said. It's like a big class reunion. They actually, they do have class reunions here, but it's like a big family reunion. You're seeing friends you haven't seen in like 10 years, sometimes 20 years. You, know, you don't see them that much, but y'all all come back in this one area, this one festival just to enjoy it's good music, some good food, good arts, and just have a great time. And I think as like us being young, we want we're more like 
materialistic and like like more like mainstream. We want to see like be in the city, which nothing's wrong with being in the city, but like we more like I need to be in the city to where they have this, this, that, this, this, that, and that, but not that much connection when it comes to community in a sense. But I feel like once we start getting older, that sense of community and being like in places that are not like highly distracting, but like more like calm, that's going to be the places that we go definitely want to connect more with because it's that connection to like the people in that community that's going to carry more weight and stuff. It was definitely a great uh, week shooting like videos, interviews, all the whole jazz and stuff. And that's actually for other documentary too. Um, I think it's supposed to be dropping on their 50th. So it'll be dropping in three years. <laughs> so um, for anybody who's in the um, area of Solana, just, you know, when you're watching your TV or watching whatever, just know in three years, your boy, Dre, was shooting some footage and interviews for that documentary. So I provided you some great content. So shout out to, you know, shout out to you for getting to bear witness to my masterpiece, you know? Shout out to you. Yeah, I did it for y'all. I did it for y'all. All right, let's transition. Let's transition. I am parched. I'm going to let y'all know right now, the weatherman, and I'm not talking about CJ, the weatherman. I'm talking about the actual weatherman to get his ass whooped. Because it's 104 degrees outside. And I didn't sign up for this. Like, oh man. You know, there's a different type of heat. You got that heat that gives you, like, there's like five different reactions that you get when it comes to heat. You got the heat that makes you go, okay, it's kind of good outside today. Feels kind of good. Short weather. You got the other one just like, mm, okay, all right. Third one, mmm, mmm. Okay, mm-hmm. the fourth one, damn, okay. And the fifth one, sheesh, all different levels. I stepped outside, I was like, mm. I was like, nah, man, this is different. This is different type of heat. This ain't no regular heat. This is something else. This Fahrenheit, this Celsius, <laughs> it, was, it was just bad. It was just bad and stuff, but... I don't know. I got AC, so we're cool in the studio right now. We're living life. We're living life great right now and stuff. All right, let's go ahead and get to this music stuff because I really want to talk to you about this music, okay? So we're going to kick it off. New music. What have I been listening to recently? There's some new things I've been listening to, and when I say new, I'm not going to say um, like yesterday, I'm gonna say kind of like in recent times, in a sense. So like, uh, let's say like, like March, April, May, well, like April, May, June. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But I'm gonna kick off with this. One thing that I've been listening to is um, the D-Day mixtape by Dreamville, which one shot to Dreamville. <laughs> Definitely one of the consistent record labels out in the industry right now. I feel like a lot of the artists that are in there have pretty good, solid fan bases and have, they definitely have good projects that will captivate their fan base. They might not be like the biggest in the world. And you're not gonna have a lot of like 
not everybody's super mainstream, but they have like quality projects to where some of them are definitely timeless. And there's definitely artists that are in that um that are in that record label that are going to just keep on getting better as time goes. But that D-Day album, well, mixtape, because it's a Gangsta Grill mixtape. Gangsta Grizzel! Mm, I hope I didn't butcher that. Um, no, that album was just such a good album. And I'm just going to say this right now. Yo, the first song, oh my gosh, the first song of that album, that mixtape, it didn't have to go as hard as it had to go. It went stick, man. That song went crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, because I, I think I know. I think I know. Let me, I'm on, I'm on my phone right now. I'm on my phone right now. Let me, let me look this up for y'all. D-Day, a gangster grill mixtape. Let me put you on. Let me put you on. Let me put you on. Hey. Oh, any stuff, any stuff, oh. Come on, y'all. <laughs> oh, I know you niggas didn't see this coming. Come on, y'all. Listen to this. I mean, normally around this time, I'd ask if he was ready. Y'all not ready for this. But I know there's no way you niggas was ready for Y'all not ready for this. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Hold on. Let me take cover real quick. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Roll down the window. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, bro. It's so it's so much heat in that song. It's so much heat in that song. Hold up. Hold up. Gather around running all of your shit, but what did you get? I said, Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, bro. Everybody good. When was it though? Thought he was a shooter. Come on, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm just playing that song. I already know. Um, <laughs> some of y'all might not approve. Trust me, I'm not a gangster like that. I'm a gangster in different ways, but not like that. I'm just saying, that mixtape was crazy. I think the one thing I liked about that mixtape is that a lot of the songs, the people on that song fit. So the features on each track fit the track perfectly. So like another song. Um, here's another song. What's the matter, what's not? I like this song. It's like Ghetto Guys Freestyle because it has Earth Gang and 2 Chains. And if I'm correct, I think Earth Gang is from Atlanta. I don't think so. They might be from D.C. Let me see where Earth Gang's from. But everybody know 2 Chains from Atlanta. Y'all already know what it is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Hey. Hey. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Earth Gang from Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to them. Um, Johnny Venus and Dr. Doc. Wait, is it Doc? No, I think Doc changed his name, didn't he? Yeah, Doc changed his name. It's Wild Grey. There we go. Oh, ooh, my, both of them changed their names. My bad. My bad. Both of them changed their names. It's Ulu and Wild Grey. There we go. That's both of their names. Okay, back to the song. Media live, be down the tube, two pop with a billy, my yeah. everyday move. Get him! Fucking money up, hit my baby mama up. Who you with? Fuck that shit, I'm pulling up. Through a brick, through a nigga, Uber lift. Knew he was a bitch, knew he tried to dip. I be lying, say I do it. Okay, 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 okay. But uh, I definitely like that mixtape. That mixtape was awesome. And another song that I like is this song right here that, you know, that man Cole. That man Cole had to hop on this yeah. beat. You know, him and Drizzy Dre have a good relationship and stuff. They're both boys. The fact that he hopped on Pipe Down was a surprise. I remember he dropped this song as a single but put it in this mixtape, which I'm happy about. But this is awesome. I definitely yeah. like this. Yeah. Yeah. With every record, I be asking the masses to tune your hearts to me. I represent intelligent niggas that grew up harshly. But lately, I've been questioning, second guessing whether or not I've got something to offer since I didn't eluded poverty. Or has the money watered me down? That truth is hard for me. Like the second time I got cut from the junior varsity. Fighting back tears, I promise to switch gears and said to myself, whatever you do, you won't do it partially. Mmm, man, Jermaine, Jermaine. Cole, goodness gracious. Shout out to Jermaine Cole. Lord have mercy. Gosh, man. That man. He just don't miss. He just don't miss. Come on, bro. Who doesn't miss like that, bro? I need to stop disrespecting good artists. That's another thing. That's what grinds my gear. <laughs> I'm about the family guy. Uh, yo, just enjoy music, y'all. Like, this is what, I don't like fan bases. I'm not even gonna cap. I don't like fan bases. I feel like fan bases just want their opinions to matter so much. But it's like, bro, like we really don't care about your opinion. And when you try to like, like force your voice to be heard about why this is that, like, come on, bro. Like nobody cares. We can all just enjoy music without any crazy hot takes about who's better than who, what's better than what. Like, come on, bro. Especially with these comparisons. Sometimes y'all compare people who have completely different styles, completely different genres, and you really want your point to sound, like, valid. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, no, it makes no sense. Like, that's like me saying that. That's like, what's a crazy comparison? I'm not even going to make a crazy comparison and stuff. I'm just not. Let's just stop, okay? The same thing that need to end. Like, hot takes on me, hot takes in general just need to stop. There's no need. There's just no need. Like, come on. Just grow up, please. All right. The D-Day mixtape, definitely something I love listening to. I can play that with no skips all the time. Another piece of music I've been listening to, a man, Kendrick Lamar, came back to life. Shout out to K-Dot. Finally coming back. He took his, took his time just doing whatever and stuff. Well, he said he, 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 okay, 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 okay. Pipe down, pipe down, pipe down, pipe down. I think he explained that he hasn't, like, in one of his songs, he hasn't really been doing that much. He has, I know he had to deal with writer block, so he had writer block for a while, but also, I mean, he was just doing just, just a lot of downtime. I don't really like getting all to, like, their personal life because it's just their personal life. 
but this album definitely felt like a whole like therapy session. I will say that it felt like a whole therapy session. This was Kendrick Lamar's last TDE album as well. So, because he started a record label called PG Lang, and it should be a very interesting record label. I know they just signed a couple of artists. Um, Tana Leon got signed. He's very, he's very like new. Well, I don't know if he's new. I don't know how long he's been in the music industry, but he's deaf. He's very underground. Like he doesn't have a big following yet. So he got. He was the probably most likely the second signing because I'm pretty sure that Baby Keem got signed, which that's K Dot's cousin. So right now, like three people in there. So yeah, this was his last TDE album. And honestly, just looking at the growth from all his albums in TDE, like from his first album to his last, it's kind of crazy how the evolution of Kendrick happened before like a lot of our eyes. From Section 80 to this album right here, you can definitely see the difference of Kendrick. And oh, here we go. We're going back to hot takes. If you're, if, I'm going to say this. If artists sound the same or have the same type of style or tell the same story at the same beat, they're mediocre. Let's be real. They're mediocre. Yeah, nothing's wrong with change. There's no way that artists can rap the same way for their whole career. There's no way. Because if we're being honest, how a lot of people want their favorite artists, what they like a lot of people want their favorite artists to do, that's basically the baby. The baby has the same flow, basically like the same beat. Like everything has been the same ever since the baby hopped on the scene. It's been the same, and people get annoyed by it. People don't even like it. So it's like, if you can't handle the baby doing the thing that y'all want, y'all favorite artists to do, then how you think you're gonna treat them when they drops up? A lot of artists can't have the same style. They grow. They mature. Drake said it in um, his 30 for 30 freestyle. I can't go back rapping how I used to rap, all young and naive. He can't do that no more because he's seen a lot of things. Kendrick's not going to be rapping like how he used to rap anymore. This man evolved. This man, like, his music probably, if that's even the word, like, he has more experience in a sense. He has more experience. So he can't go back rapping how he used to rap. He's just going to keep on rapping and just keep on pre- like producing. He's going to keep on creating music in a different way. He's going to be more creative with his music. Like, that's just, that's just the reality of it. It's like J. Cole. Like, he's not going to be rapping the same like how he used to. Like, he's not going to do that. Kanye don't even rap the same like how he used to anymore. A lot of artists are not going to go back to how they previous did though. You can appreciate their pieces back then, but don't let nostalgia completely take you out of the moment of appreciating when the artist is evolving right in front of your eyes. That's something that's rare. That's something that's beautiful when you see an artist completely take the game to the next level in front of you and just appreciate it. So back to this album, this album definitely felt like a therapy session, but there's a lot of great productions on this album that I really like and we'll probably go more into the production part next week because I should we'll probably we'll see we'll see well not next week but the next episode we'll definitely go more in detail with the production of it is to hear from somebody who does producing in a sense in hint but there's a couple of songs I definitely like from the album I feel like this is definitely a no skip album as well 
But I don't really like skipping albums like that. I'd rather just listen to the whole album because there's certain albums that just have a story, which that is one thing I do kind of miss. I do kind of miss storytelling in albums. Like each song, somehow, some way, how they're placed is they're placed perfectly to tell a story. But let's start. This is one song I definitely like. This is definitely one song one, I like. The one, the only, the only. Okay, <laughs> D Day been playing for the longest. Here we go. Hello, new world, all the boys and girls. I got some true stories to tell. You're back outside, but they still lie. Whoa. Yeah. Take off the fufu. Take off the clouches. Take off the Wi Fi. Take off the money phone, take off the car loan, take off the flex and the white loss. Take off the weird ass jewelry, I'ma take 10 steps, then I'm taking off top off. Take off the fabricated streams and the microwave memes, it's a real world outside. Take off your idols, take off the runway, take off the Cairo. Take off the Sandro pay, five days stay, take off for the meal, hella fine. Take off the fuck flag, take off perception, take off the cop with the iPad. Take off the allure, take off the unsure, take off the decisions I had. Take off the fake deep, take off the fake woke, take off the I'm broke, I care. Take off the gossip, take off the new logic, they're the farm rich, I'm real. Take off the should know, take off the doje, take off the broken. Take all that designer bullshit off and what do you have? You ugly as fuck. You out of pocket. Two ATMs, you step in the what? You out of pocket. Who you think they talk about? Talk about us. You out of pocket. Who you think they copy up? Copy up us. The word in the panic, the women is stranded. Nah, that was definitely. When I heard this song, I remember just being like, yo, this is crazy. Like, how it's. Started. I was like, okay, interesting intro. And then just going to, I'm just like, oh, snap. Then on the beat drop, I'm like, yo, this is like, I don't even know how to describe the experience I'm having. Like, the song was just like crazy and stuff. But like, nah, it was, it was awesome. It was definitely an awesome song. Oh yeah, and this part coming up is definitely uh, This is definitely one of my favorite verses that he did in this song you had a pocket yeah 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 that song was crazy that song was crazy that song was crazy another song oh i love this song here we go this song is a good song too I definitely love this song. So this song's called Father Time, featuring Sampa. So if you ever heard Sampa, like his album or feature, he was featured um, on a couple of Drake projects. Such an amazing voice. Such a great artist he is. But I love this track. The production on this track was crazy. Just, here we go. 
Also the tap dancing, that's what's happening. I come from a generation of home invasions, and I got daddy issues, that's on me. Everything the four was that taught me may have is buried deep. That man knew a lot, but not enough to keep me past them streets. My life is a plot, twisted from directions that I can't see. Daddy issues mm. all across my head. Told me fuck a foul, I'm come on, bro. That beat drop hands, is crucial. I love I love the production on this song. But I definitely love this song because it's like a dialogue more catered towards the men about about bringing up issues like you know father issues because that's you know you always hear when it comes like the black men that like the father's never in the life and stuff so there's always that problem but not really that much addressed and stuff oh also this hook I got daddy issues, that's on me. Looking for I love you. Nah, I definitely love that song. <laughs> I love that song. It's great production. Like it's telling a, tr- a pretty tough story. I mean, he's just talking about, you know, hey, this is my issue with my dad. But like a lot of people had the similar relationship that Kendrick's talking about in this song. And so, I mean, we always had that. We always had to deal with, you know, certain, like, behaviors when it comes to, you know, fathers and stuff. Um, it was, it's, just, it's just a beautiful song because he's really just putting his heart out, like, yeah, this is why I went through. But also, this man has two kids. If you look at his album cover for this song, well, not the song, if you look at the album cover for Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper, you actually see his kids. Don't care. That should, he, that should be his kids. Because I think he has two. That's his wife, too. I'm trying to figure out. I think that's his kids. So, I don't know. But I do know he, he does have a child. I know that for a fact. I know he has a child. And J. Cole, I think his son's finally, I think his son's born now. How long has it been since Sacrifices dropped? Huh. Because he mentioned that, um, and plus we got one on the way. You gave me a family of love, and for that I can never repay. I'm crying while writing. I'm crying while writing this song. These tears are so good on my face. Gosh, that's still a beautiful verse. Lord have mercy. Um, next song, another great song that was good from this album. I'm correct, is it? Oh, okay. It's not really a song, but this was crazy. I don't think I'm not gonna play the whole thing. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. If you have heard this album, you heard this song. This, I will say, I cannot wait for the music video. This set is actually they had screening for it, and it's kind of like a short film. But this right here is like you can visualize. You can you should be this song paints out a picture. And you could visualize everything that's happening. You hear the background too. You can visualize everything that's happening. This is crazy. I'm not gonna play this that long because <laughs> this is crazy. But it's, it's true. I'm tired of these emotional ass, ungrateful ass bitches. 
unstable ass, confrontational ass, dumb bitches. You wanna bring a nigga down, even when I'm trying to do right. We can go our separate ways right now. You can move on with your life. Fuck I you, swear nigga. You love a bitty party. I won't show up. Always act like your shit don't stink. Motherfucker, grow up. Forever late for shit. Won't buy shit. Sit around and deny shit. Fuck around on a side bitch. Then come fucking up my shit. <laughs> yeah, um. I ain't gonna lie. When this album dropped, I listened to the album when it dropped, and when this song played, I had to turn it down because my mother was in town, and I did not want her to hear that because it didn't even sound like a song. It sounded like some of y'all probably experienced this to where um, he was around people arguing, like a couple arguing, and that's basically what this is. I don't think the the female artist is actually a recording artist. I just know her name's Taylor Page, and I don't even know what she does. And when I go on her Instagram, it looks like she just does a lot of things. Probably definitely more of a creative. Um, she don't like the creative side of things, but, like, I love how she's basically going, like, pound for pound with Kendrick in this argument. Like, no one side feels, no one side is, like, overpowered. In a sense, in some toxic people way, you're choosing like whose side to believe in the most. But I love how this song just like captures like pure chaos. Uh, we can go deeper into this. Oh, okay. Hi. This the type of shit couples do should have thought about cuffing you. Nigga, you dirty and you broke. Oh, you goofy and gullible. The insecurities you got won't mind fuck me. Oh, here we go. I got no affection from your mama. I don't speak of my mama. The fuck is your problem? That bitch don't like me anyway. She gave you the Honda. And use that shit to throw it in my face. Find it funny. You just can't apologize. Egotistic, narcissistic, love your own life. See you the reason why strong women fucked up. Okay, alright. <laughs> so <laughs> nah, I I love this song. This song's it's just it's just real. Like it's just real. Another song that I like, and this is actually interlude, but I like this interlude. Identity. I love this interlude. Let's say bad things went on. I'm just gonna let's go with it. These three songs, because you know, I gotta make sure to credit these songs because of copyright. You ever see a mama strung out while you study division? Your uncle ever stole from you day after Christmas? Seeing both of those in the county jail visits, the first and the 15th, the only religion. Noodles in the microwave, shark tank, tidal away. Grandma shooting niggas, blood on the highway, crosses on the dashboard. You just want a platform. I want to take everything that I asked for. Catch me a body, I put that on anybody but my mama. 
She's showing a pattern for certain. I think it's white panties and minimal condoms. My uncle would tell me the shit in the movies could only be magic. This year I did 43 shows and took it all home to buy him a casket. Jack of all trades, got money out the way, put my heart in the faith, I'm good, love. Cousin in the courts, heard he jumped out the porch, turned a brick to a Porsche, I'm good, love. Catch us, you know I'm going wreck up, I need the advance and the equity to... Okay, so with this, this is Savior Interlude, and it's basically featuring Baby Kim, because I definitely know that voice. What I love about this is that if you like listening to it, there's no drums. There's no beat. It's like, I don't know if the it's all machine done or if they got like actual strings. Cause it just sounds like an actual orchestra performance being played in the recording studio. And I do love when artists kind of step away from like 808s and all that and go like use like natural instruments because sometimes it can actually like a live recording like with instruments do bring the best out of your performance but also there's sometimes to where going a different route like adding some strings can just give a completely different tone with the performance because listening to Baby Kim, he has a, already a unique voice, a unique style. And when I heard that interlude, I was like, yo, this, I gotta save this on my playlist because this is just crazy. How he's just, how it's composed, how he's flowing with the string just perfectly. It's like not even like, it's not even an awkward moment between the strings and the, and Baby Keem. It's just, Man, this is, this works. This works perfectly. Okay. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Great album. Gosh, man. I just get, I'm, I'm just playing y'all free music, huh? Look at that. I'm just playing y'all free music. This used to be Dre in the Neighborhood. What has this become? This used to be Dre in the Neighborhood. Am I just become like a music channel now? We're just doing music reviews? What could do Dre's music review? I guess that's what we're becoming now. Dre's music review. Um, okay. Let's see. What else? Oh. So, most anticipated album that I'm waiting for. There's a lot of great albums. Kendrick didn't really do that big of a rollout when it came to his Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper album. We just knew, like, if you go on this PG Lang, you just clicked on the file and said, okay, Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper is going to drop this. And... It did, I mean, it still blew up. It still blew up, but it's like, it wasn't that many, like, weeks and weeks and weeks of hype. It was like, oh, snap, the album's dropping next week? It was more like that. It didn't have, like, that um, long, like, it had that much time to marinate and stuff. Still a great album. I still love the album stuff. Um, I, I can't wait for, though. Breath Fires. Breath Fires. <laughs> Bread fires, bread fires, bread fires, bread, <laughs> bread fires. Mister, Mister, drop the roof and let the smoke clear. He got diamonds doing tootsie slides in both ears. <laughs> yes, Mister, who can I love when they tell me I can't love myself? Come on, bro. Mister, I got too many hoes. <laughs> Uh, that man is dropping Wastelands. Wasteland, the album, will be dropping this summer. It was supposed to drop in December. 
December 3rd, actually. Because he posted that, that Wasteland's dropping December 3rd. And I was like, oh, we about to be on this type of timing in the winter? This is when you're supposed to be snuggling, cuddling with like some like your chicken stuff with your boo. This is when it's supposed to be family time. And now we tell me we got to pull <laughs> City Boy Summer in the winter? I'm like, yo, Brett, you're out of pocket for it. But I'm all down for it. I can't wait for the album. Um, I just, they show like a feature list of the features. And one feature that I seen was with Alicia Keys. And I was like, oh my gosh, Alicia Keys and Brett Fires on the track. That's going to be amazing. I know Drake's going to be on the track. That makes sense. Um, it could just be Wasting Times. Or maybe it's a completely new song that they did, which I just have to wait and see. But I wouldn't be shocked if I did see Wasting Times because that song is definitely a great song, especially when they dropped it the summer. Gosh. But most likely it's going to be a new song. I wouldn't think that would put Wasting Times, even though it was a song from last year, on this album. I don't think he'll do that. It'll probably be a completely new song with him and Drake. Uh, he has a track with Georgia Smith on. Georgia Smith will be on the track as well. Um... Who else? Let me go on the good old-fashioned Google uh, Wasteland uh, album. I spelled album wrong. Man, I don't think I understand this man. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Revolt TV. If you know who uh, Revolt TV is owned by, let me know. I think I do know. Is it owned by P. Diddy? Sean Combs? Did he own... I don't know. I think so. Ah, okay. So, what? Um, Wasteland will feature Drake, the Neptunes, the um, Raphael Sadik. Oh, whoa, okay. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. So. <laughs> <laughs> just scratch that, scratch that. Um, just go put the ones that I know. Alicia Keys go be on there. Georgia Smith. Um, I think a couple of other people also are going to be in there. This list does not do a good job of actually just showing who's all going to be in there. It's just going, it's, just let me know exactly who's going to be on there. Come on now. Simplicity is key. I understand you're running an article, Charlie. Just simplicity is key. Just let me know. <laughs> Oh man, it's future. Wait, it's future. Go bit. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> future. I think future's in the album. <laughs> hey, hey, yo. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. These are the confirmed people. Okay. Alicia Keys, Drake, the Neptunes. The Dream, Mike Dean, Georgia Smith, and Tyler, the creator. But um, a few more artists are on there and producers are mentioned as well. So that would be great. I remember Future and Brett Fires was in the studio together. So most likely either it's going to be a single or Future's going to be on the album as well. And if you've been on social media and you saw all the jokes, <laughs> this, this is the answer this this is the answer to all them city girls 
all the um, hot girl summer antics, like all that. But like, this is the answer. You get, <laughs> you get <laughs> breath fires with his angelic voice, and you get future with his toxic, toxic lyrics. Both of them are toxic, but at this point, everybody's toxic. Let's be real. <laughs> They're just being honest about it and stuff. <laughs> you get them to throw them in the studio. I'm going to be real right now. Yo, R&B Future? Oh, my gosh. R&B Future is different. Let it be known right now. R&B Future is different, bruh. Like, yo, him and Rihanna on Love? Oh, my gosh, man. That song. What? R&B Future is different. Let that be known right now. R&B Future is Different. Definitely gave some bops and stuff. That's going to be, um, I'm definitely, I'm so happy that album's dropping. I cannot wait for that album. Wasteland's dropping. Should be soon because they're doing promotion of it. So I feel like they're probably just wrapping up, just finishing like all the tracks and stuff. I feel like all of the verses already been recorded. They're just polishing up, just like sound engineering or whatnot. And then we're just going to be getting hit with some stuff. It's going to be, it's going to be some great time, y'all. It's going to be some great time. Do y'all want to hear just like one track? Y'all want to hear one Breath Fires track? Y'all want to hear? Y'all do? Y'all do? Y'all do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Okay. Hi. Okay. I, I, okay. I got you. I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. You know? Let me let me let me get this on. Let me get this on, man. Maybe I should make that a goal. Maybe I should go to a Breath Fires concert. Maybe that needs to be something to do. I might head up Erica. Shout out to um Erica. Shout out to the homie Erica. Shout out to Erica. Big big model in the building. Do a lot of great things from Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my singing voice correct. <laughs> you, you can, can even, even sit in peace Cause all these be on you I'm just saying I can be Yeah, if you want you call and you talk to Girl I share my word you're gonna waste your time. Waste your time with me. I mean, honestly, open your eyes and see. If you're gonna waste your time, you need waste your time with me. You can have all the space. It's no pressure, girl. Time to waste. Waste it with me. Mm. Come on. Mm. And I'll be worried about them. Girl, you want it, I see. And I am who I am. And I'll be where I be. If you ever hear me on a late night, I'll give you a clue. 
Maggie, please open I share my world with you. If you're gonna waste your time, then waste your time with me. Come on, bruh. This song, this song, this is when you just slide. This is when you just slide. He's sliding right now, bruh. I love this song so much. It's just. Ah, oh, man. You have all the space. More than you need. If you got time to waste, waste it with me. <clears throat> Don't close your eyes, get away. Bang my line and I'll arrange it. Beautiful girl, you're stainless. You'll be fine, I'll be painless, yeah. All I'm drinking is champagne. Oh, you wanted the same thing. Mm. You know what, y'all? Hey, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to get to the end of the episode right now. If you want to continue to indulge in this illustrious content, click the bell notification on either Spotify, Apple Podcast, or Google Podcast. You can also follow me, Mr. D-R-E. At Dreams Represent Everything on Instagram. I'll put the link down in the description below. Make sure you tune in to the next episode as we continue to stroll through the neighborhood. And always, owned by your favorite and yours truly, me. See ya!